Hello, everybody. Welcome to Write or Die. I am your host, Randy Lee Bosbaugh. So today we have a super awesome guest who is from Ireland. Her name is Anouk, and I am super excited for her to be on the show. Welcome. How are you today? Very good, Randy Lee. How are you? I am good. I just finished walking my dog, so I'm good. Happy days. Is it sunny or raining where you are? Um, well, it's cloudless. Okay. Because I went to Ireland once for a kickboxing tournament and it just rained like the whole week. Yes, that's normal. <laughs> that's what I heard. I actually had to buy an umbrella when I was there. Yes. <laughs> but it's just cloudy. It's not quite raining yet. Not yet, no. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Although you would probably be used to the rain by now, right? Well, yeah, I stay indoors, so I don't notice the rain. Oh, well, there you go. And I know that you were born in Amsterdam, right? Yes. Yeah, so when was it that you moved to Ireland? In 2013, or 2003, sorry. Okay. Wow, so a really long time. Yes. And what, what prompted the move to Ireland? Um, well, he's my husband now, but back in the day, my partner, my boyfriend. Okay. And he's from Ireland then? He is. Born and raised Irish. Yes. Yes. Do you like it more or less than Amsterdam? I love Ireland. Awesome. I know when I was there and I was only there for a short period of time, just a week, and I had to keep going back for the tournament, but it was really nice. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Awesome. So let's cut right to the chase and talk about your book and mental health because that's what yes. we're all here for yes. so first off when did you start writing um it's hard to say but it's a long time ago but um I started writing this book but I took notes because of my illness and I wanted to make sure that I did everything because there's no medicine for it so how to improve my own health by whatever daily activities you can do. Okay. So that's how I took notes and that's how I started writing a book. That was back in 2003. Oh, wow. So yeah, a nice long time. Awesome. Yeah. And what was the first book that you wrote? Um, well, I call it Your Body, Your Way now, but back in the day it was, I call it different. Can't even remember anymore. <laughs> Oh, okay. So it went through some title change. Oh, yes. Loads. Okay, okay. And what is that book about? It's basically about how you can improve your well-being by changing small stuff. Of course, food and exercise, but they're not the main things in life to change, to improve. It's also about music and about okay. other things, like easy things like that. And awesome. it's easy, but it's things you don't think about. Oh, I like that. I love an easy read and I love tips to share. Um, yeah. So that sounds like an awesome book. Where can people yeah. find that one? Well, it's for sale on Amazon. Okay, awesome. That's easy then. And it was Your Body, Your Way. Yes. Awesome. And then from there, I know that you've written a few other ones. So what else have you done well I'm writing um I get an energy from writing so I write mainly fiction is where I get the energy from so I write um stories based um with history 
So one about Ireland and the Vikings. Okay. Um, so you read a bit of history about the myths and legends in Ireland. Um, Those are cool. Yeah, and then I've written the second one is about Amsterdam. Okay, so bringing it back to your roots. Yes. All right, all right. I have two more in the plans, one that's going to take place in France, and then the other one that's going to take place in America. Okay, and have you ever been to France or America? Yes, I lived in France for a year, and I lived in America for about two months. Okay, all right, that's awesome. So bringing a little bit of that life experience to your book. Yes. Love that. All right. So now you brought up your illness. So tell us a little bit about what that is. Well, I have two illnesses because I always say uh, it was two for the price of one. So <laughs> oh, geez. MS and a blood disease called antiphospholipid syndrome. I don't think I could repeat that. No, <laughs> it's basically the simple way of saying or the hard way of saying my blood has a tendency to clot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's challenging. It's you cannot eat everything and you need to figure out what can you do, what can you not do, and to stay in one piece, to stay alive. Oh wow. That's very yeah. tough. So when did you get diagnosed with well MS and then the, the blood disorder? I'm not gonna even try to say the name of it. Yeah, no, don't. I got diagnosed with MS in 2002 and a blood disease in 2003. Okay, and you wrote your first book in 2003. Um, well, that's when I started writing it, yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, so you started writing after the diagnosis. So was the diagnosis what led to the writing? Yes, because I also knew that MS, there is no medicine for it. Yes. So I was wondering, I'm not going to stay here and, and wait for this to go to the last stage where you die. Yep. I thought, I certainly can do something about this. What can I do? So that's when I started looking it up and that's when I kept notes and that's when I started writing the book. Wow, that is fantastic. One of my training partners um, in kickboxing, she has MS and it's that same kind of mentality is I need to do something. Yeah. So what can I do? I got to keep my body doing something because I'm not just going to sit around and wait. Yeah. I love that. That is fantastic. So when you got diagnosed, what, what did your mental health do? Because I couldn't imagine that'd be easy. Well, yeah, everything goes like from the beginning, like for the first year, I didn't, didn't do anything. Or for the first few months, I just sat down and said, okay, well, we'll wait and see what's going to happen. But I was only 22. So you kind of think, okay, um, this is boring. I'm only 22. I need to, I'm at the start of my life. Yes. Yeah. So then you kind of go, okay, I'm just going to do everything that anybody else would do at 22. Yeah. Um, but then your body says, no way. So you get relapse, you go blind, you lose your strength in your arm. Oh, wow. Anyway, the strength in your legs. So then you say, okay, I need to do something different. Yes. Um, so you do, you, like I still moved to Ireland um, because of my partner who I love and yep. still because now he's my husband. <laughs> and how long have you been married? I didn't ask. Um, since 2008, so 13 years. Wow, nice. 
Yeah. So, but he stayed with me, like, I was diagnosed in like 2002, so mm -hmm. with EMS, and he still stayed with me, even though we were only together for six months. Wow, now that's true love right there. Well, that's it, or it's madness, we don't know. <laughs> Either way, it's working for you. But it is, so yeah, we're doing something good. I like it. Okay. So it's mental strength on his part too, to be honest. Because yeah. It's easy to be with somebody who you see decline, who you see getting worse. Yes. No, that's got to be very hard. My husband, he's got diabetes type one, and I've had to call ambulances for him because his blood sugar has been gotten yeah. all over. And when we were engaged actually was when he was diagnosed. So this was 10 years ago. And, uh, I remember going into the hospital mm. and he was in the ICU because his blood sugar actually was at a level that he should have died, Yes, which is so scary to think about. But I go and he's, he's hooked up to the IV and all that stuff. And he looks at me and he's so out of it. He goes, mm. are you sure you still want to marry me? Cause you know, this could be your out. <laughs> I know, I know. Right. But that's that same thing. It's like, no, when you love this person, you want to stay with them, but it does take a lot of mental toughness on your partner's side to go and looking at you, you're declining or you're in the hospital mm -hmm. or you have appointments. It's hard. It takes a, a toll on your spouse, your yes. partner. Uh, what's his name? His name is Anthony. Anthony. Nice. So that's awesome. So we like, we like Anthony. We think he's an yes, awesome guy. <laughs> don't like him too much. He is married to me, so. Oh, I'm married too, so it's all good. <laughs> Love that. You have a good sense of humor. <laughs> That's what you need to keep up laughing about loads and everything. Yeah. And that's what Anthony's really good at because he always laughs at me, jokes with me. And at that moment in time, you don't like it. But afterwards, you kind of laugh and you think, yes, you're right. Yes, exactly. Mm. Nice. So tell me about some of the moments over the last, well, I guess, decade now, more than a decade, actually. More than a decade, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, that makes me feel old. <laughs> Thinking about this that long ago. I'm 43, you're still young. <laughs> <laughs> so over the last, over a decade, I'll get back to my question. Um, yes. Tell me about some of those moments when you've been really low because I know you said you get energy from writing so tell me about the times when you don't have that energy when you're feeling really low well let's say last week it's not even that long ago but last week because I, I hurt my knee and I have a tendency to overextend my knee but I flex it too much so I hurt my knee and I couldn't stand up I couldn't overextend my knee so I had a tendency to fall so that was kind of when I was really low. So I didn't do much. Okay. And how did you get out of that? By writing. <laughs> okay. And so do you have to force yourself to write when you're in those states? Or are you like, yeah, I want to write when I'm in those states? Well, I do want to write, but I kind of for have to force myself to say, okay, get out of here now. You need to go and do something. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's when I kind of forced myself out of it by writing something. Okay. Um, I have two different books that I write at the moment. So one is oh, a really? ten-year-olds, and what the that other went about about Dutch history. Oh, nice! 
you have such a, an expansive knowledge. I love it. So you know, my imagination doesn't stop. And I was thinking this morning, can my imagination just stop so it can actually <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. But as a writer, you need an imagination, right? So you need it to keep going and going. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I just, whenever I see anything, actually this morning, we were walking the dog, me and my youngest. So we have two dogs. We're walking them. And um, there was a bunch of squirrels on this one tree. And my youngest goes, oh, hi, squirrels. And of course, my imagination kicks in. And I'm like, huh, I could write a story about squirrels and they're doing this and doing that. And then they um, go, go, go. So yes. I totally get that. Sometimes you just are like, hey, shh. Please give me a break here. I don't yes. have to write this story down. Yes, I know. I had no pen or paper on me. I no phone. Like I was just walking my dogs. Like, hey, I got to remember this. It's a good idea. So how do you get your ideas? So you say your imagination's always going. So where do those ideas come from? Like yourself, like you said yourself, I couldn't see a squirrel or something. Or um, my girl, I have a 11 year old girl and she was hate spiders. Oh, me too. I wrote the story about a talking spider. <laughs> um, but he rescues the kids and everything. But that went away now. And now I have a talking mouse. Oh, I like it. Yeah, Did your daughter approve of the talking spider? Uh, she liked it, but I think this one is better. Okay. And it's not about a spider. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate spiders too. So, uh, do you get ideas from your kids? Like, do your kids say, hey, write a story about whatever? Oh, yeah, we, we started a different story, but again, we kind of stopped it because I have too many other things that I'm working on. But yeah. this the vampire cat oh see i would be interested in reading that one yeah i know so when you do eventually finish it you gotta send me an email i will i will yes um so before you got diagnosed what were you going to be when you grew up oh i was going to work in the hospitality industry because i love that okay anything specific well, I don't know, but I, I, you, I worked in this and I organized weddings and everything. And oh, so I love that. Love doing that. That is so interesting. You could turn that into a book. Yes. No, my life is interesting altogether. But yeah, I can turn everything in a book. I just, <laughs> the day is too short. It's true. I know yes. it is so true. So um getting back to mental i get off topic all the time but that's fun that's how Sorry. conversation is right yes um and that's how my brain is it's always um yes. but uh so you talked about when you're low right and you sometimes have to force yourself to write and you feel better after yes does it take does it take five minutes of writing an hour like what kind of what do you do how much do you have to do it Oh, I do it the whole day long because my mind just keeps working. So I might not write it out, yep. but what I force myself to write it out now. Come on. Okay, very nice. I tell myself bedtime stories where I work on the book and then I need to write it out in the morning. I just keep repeating it and build on it. Oh, nice. Out in the morning. That is awesome. Is there mm. anything else that you do when you're kind of low feeling? Um, 
what else would I do? Well, you see, because of my two kids that I look after the whole day long, um, I normally have a tendency to stop with them. Okay, what's your favorite thing to do with them? Hmm, normally we just talk about um, what's going on in their lives because again, you don't realize it anymore when you're, a, when you're as old as I am and with their images and whatever in their minds, it's like, okay. But yeah, this laptop that I'm using right now is my daughter's. Okay. And she um, let you use it? Well, I just uh, confiscated this. <laughs> you have no choice. It is mine now. Yeah. Well, she broke mine, so yes. <gasps> oh, no. How did she do that? Well, we don't know, but either one of the kids broke it. Oh. Well, accidents oh, happen. Well, that's it. And I do all my writing on my phone, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes. Um, so what would you tell people who are listening, watching, depending how they're absorbing our information right now, what would you tell them about uh, following their dream? Well, you need to do what gives you energy. And most of the time when you have a dream, that's where your energy comes from. Um, so even though you might not feel like you're up to it, that you can do it because whatever your body doesn't let you. Um, you still need to find a way that you can do it. It might not be the way you've known how to do it before any of this, but do it anyway. And never mind what other people think and laugh and even your partner might say, that's silly, or he calls you insane. Just do it for your own good. I love that. And I especially love how you mentioned, don't worry about what other people say. Yeah. And I really, really love that you mentioned your spouse. So my spouse is actually, he's very supportive, but at the same time, I've changed careers a few times <laughs> over the years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he makes jokes about, oh, is this the new career now? He's mm -hmm. always supportive. So my husband mm -hmm. was making jokes about, wow, all right, so this is the, the new career now. And I'm like, yep, except I'm not paid. <laughs> well, you get paid in the long run like I'm gonna make yeah. a podcast with my mom oh nice so and yeah it's it's all gonna work out just tell him oh, that yeah. oh out. yeah oh yeah he's he would never stop me from doing anything it's just funny um you know he just doesn't give him a chance I do the same my husband does the exact same with me oh yeah as long as you make money like, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, well, because I was in social services and then I'm personal training and I'm still personal training, but then, you know, I've done this and I've done this and that's what life is about though, right? Trying new things. That's kind of the message that I'm hearing from you is try new things, find what you love to do. Well, that's it. Like I wasn't born with all the ideas in my head. I had to figure it out over time. Yeah. So when you were little, what did you think you were going to be? Like, was that the hospitality when you were like really no, little? No, it wasn't. What were you going to be? I started thinking about hospita hospitality from about the age of 15 or something. Okay. When I was younger. I wanted to work in a bookshop because oh. wrapping books was easy. <laughs> and here I thought it was so that you could be around all the, all the books no, and knowledge. No, because wrapping <laughs> books is easy. Oh, my, that's hilarious. See, I've... I was going to be like, oh, and now you're back to books, but it's not for the same reason. No, not for so the same funny. reason. <laughs> I love that. 
thank you for that honesty there because you could have like made it sound really special or something I know but it's not no that's funny well it was special for me back in the day and that's what oh, yeah. thing. that's what you need to look at laugh at us yes exactly so what is your favorite book oh Pride and Prejudice oh and why is it your favorite um don't even really know but I just love the story between Darcy and whatever her name is Liz Liz I think that is uh, awesome I don't know I've never read it sorry yeah <laughs> well I love that and she kind of keeps to her like her own ideas and that that's awesome. like that's why I bonded with her because I'm the exact same I'm not gonna fold into what other people think yes yeah I get that vibe from you Hmm. It was even the same when I was younger, I just thought, I remembered, I mean, um, because I was allowed to dress myself. Okay. Uh, I was born and raised in Amsterdam, and yeah. my mom let me wear, I used to want to wear one green boot and one uh, or welly and one red welly. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I would pro probably just say to my kid, yeah, do it, whatever, just switch boots on something new house. Well, that's what my mom said. And then we walked to school and other people gave out to my mom. Can you not even dress your child? And my <laughs> mom was like, she done it herself. That's awesome. I like your mom. She sounds cool. And you yes. said you're making a podcast with your mom. Yes. So what is that going to be about? Especially now that I know that your mom's so cool. <laughs> well, my mom is even cooler because she went to the Olympics in Mexico and um when was it 70 or no 68 sorry what did she do there not push wow yeah she was eight of the world so wow your mom is so cool i know and then the interesting story as well is my like my dad and my mom build a house in france oh wow yes so yeah they're really cool really cool parents but yeah my mom and I are going to talk about how you can do the job that gives you energy and wow. it's about stuff like that so that's fantastic so you'll have to you'll have to let me know when that actually goes out there that'll be interesting yes, I will awesome um so wrapping up coming Full circle back to, you know, our main topic here. All right. So um, with your mental health, and yes. I know that you've already told everybody listening um, what you want to tell them, because I asked that question earlier, and it was about mm -hmm. finding what gives you energy, which is fantastic. Uh, yes. But what would you tell to somebody who says, okay, but how do I find what gives me energy if I don't have the energy to do it? um well it took me 10 years to do it so again don't worry it doesn't come overnight you give yourself the time and just try stuff out is what i would say um, that's awesome advice it's really what it is it doesn't you're not born with it well some kids are but go back to what you done when you were younger what did you like what did yeah. you do Oh, I love that you said that because this whole posting this show on YouTube. So when I was mm. little, I was going to be an actor. 
what so, do you do now? You present stuff online. Exactly. So I love that you said that because it's that's how I felt about it is getting back to how, mm. what I wanted to do when I was little. But it's fantastic that we have this kind of technology that we can do these things now. Yes. Awesome. That is such good advice. And so where can people um, follow you? Well, you can either go to Amazon, but otherwise on Facebook. And okay. And what will they search into Facebook? Uh, you can either type my name, Anouk Beal, or Anouk Beal Otter. Okay. Um, and so you spell that. Can you spell it for us? Yes. A-N-O-U-K-B-E-A-L-E. -E. Excellent. And so find Anouk on Facebook, give her a follow. And yes. if you have the opportunity, it sounds like she's got a book for everybody, really. So well, yeah, I have another book written already. I just need to edit it. That's oh, where, again, fiction. Yeah, like I said, my mind doesn't stop. I um, love it. Yes, this is where humans turn into cats and the, those cats can then turn into bigger felines so lions panthers tigers Ooh, cats are my favorite animal so i'm gonna have to read into oh yeah nice do you have any cats three, three? ah nice yeah i have four i love cats yes. um i could talk about cats all day and dogs animals yeah, let's not no that would get very very long but i could um <laughs> yes so thank you so much for being on the show thank and you sharing, yeah, sharing your story so openly. Mm -hmm. And for everybody who's listening right now or watching, take Anouk's advice, find your passion, find something that gives you energy because I mean, what else are we going to do? Just things we don't like? Why? Right? Think back of what you like doing as a child. I think yeah. that's the main thing. Yes. Then you don't stop without limitations on them. Oh, I love that. Yes. So thank you so much. Follow Anouk on Facebook. Find her books on Amazon. I will be putting links down below in the description. Um, so it will be really nice and easy for you to find and give that a follow. And um, we'll have another awesome guest next time, although I don't think they'll be from Ireland. So <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode today. And of course, if you did, hit that like and subscribe button, share this episode, and try to get the word out there. And the only way to end the stigma with mental health is to openly discuss it and be honest. All right. I'll see everybody next time.